Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. My mother, God rest her soul, was a wonderful lady. She had this charming ability to be able to sit down and talk to a stranger in just a couple of minutes, have him as a friend. She had a sympathetic ear, and she was always full of good advice that people uh, treasured. Now, she, you didn't have to travel too far to uh, find somebody to sing her, the praises of my mom. But... If truth be told, those very same people, if you ask them and they were honest, they would say in whispered tones, just out of respect for the lady, that she really did have one flaw, and that was she's a terrible cook. (laughs) But, you know, she was not full of self-deception. She knew her shortcomings. She told me once that on her honeymoon, she told my dad that she didn't really know how to cook. So you could say that she had on the job, she was learning on the job, and it was a job. It was a job feeding a family of five every night. There was no joy in that. Now, um, I must have known as a child um, Uh, and instinctively or intuitively that it was a hard gig for her because I never complained. I endured in silence. Now, there were some good meals, but most of them weren't. There was one in particular, it was the pork chops, and they were cooked to the consistency of shoe leather, and then they were served swimming in this canned tomato sauce, and it was cooked in that great icon of the 60s kitchen, the electric frying pan. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, cooking, like stories, are things that are passed down from generation to generation, and my mother did pass down stories to me but she didn't pass down any cooking tips or skills, and she didn't want to, and I didn't really want to receive any. There, was, there were none to receive. So when I, flew the, when I flew the coop, when I left the home, I could barely boil water. But that was okay. I went away to college, and they had a cafeteria. And then as a young person, you know you can endure a lot of things. But life goes on, and even into my young adult years, my middle years, I never really had learned how to cook. I learned all about the uh, can opener and frozen dinners, but never really learned how to cook. Well, time goes on, years go on, and um, life happens and so forth, and my father, he passes away. My mom's at home alone. She's a widow. And for anybody that was concerned about my mom and her well-being, they noticed that, you know, things were not going well. And so I was living in California at the time, and I decided I was going to move back home with my mother and manage her life. 
It's not like she had terrible dementia or anything, but you know, there's insurance, there's taxes, there's the bureaucracy of social securities, and is she getting all of her benefits? Is she, um, uh, is she making her doctor's appointments and so forth? So I moved back home with her uh, uh, to manage her life. And the very first thing I noticed is that she doesn't cook at all. Day after my dad died, she never went into the kitchen. Hated it. So you might think, well, this, it's a good match, she and I. I don't cook. She doesn't cook. We can both go out to dinner every night. Well, that sounds like a nice arrangement, but let's say maybe you and I, I might say, hey, there's that new Thai restaurant that they opened up down the street. Let's go try it out. My mom always picked the restaurants, and they were Denny's and uh, Village Inn and that coffee shop kind of comfort food. And after about a year of that, I announced, I'm going to learn how to cook. Because I had always heard that if you can read, you can cook. Plus, I had always secretly envied people like I had a sister-in-law. She could look in the fridge and look in the pantry and throw together a meal in not too much time. And I wanted to be able to do that. But what I didn't know is that takes practice, practice, practice. Just like learning an instrument, just like playing a sport, it takes a lot of practice to do that kind of so anyway, I was going to cook. Now, my mom wasn't too thrilled about that because she thought that I was going to, like, rope her into this. No, this is my thing. I'm going to do it. So I got books. I started teaching myself the art of cooking. Well, now I know, or then I, I, I realize why I never did this before. It takes so much time. If you want to do it right... You gotta have a master plan. You gotta have a menu that you're going to the for the week, and then you gotta go shopping, and then there's that prepping with chopping and marinating, and then the cooking itself, and then you get to sit down and eat. And sometimes it's good, and just as often, it's not very good. And you you begin to think, is it worth all this time and and effort and so forth? But I practice, I practice, and I practice. Well, um, one thing my mother and I do have in common, and that is I am not full of self-deception. And I have to say, after 10 years of practicing the art of cooking, I'm really not very good. Mediocre at best, <laughs> I would say. And you might say, well, your mom, did, what, did, did she have to? Yes, she endured in silence. <laughs> so if my mother were to come back here and be in front of you today, she would say, because she understands, there's a kind of a, a beauty in that karmic balance in life because what comes around, goes around, if you happen to live long enough.
If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.